0: us right now, it's corporate storyteller and pitch alchemist Donna Griffith. Donna, thank you so much for joining us. You're found on the web at donagriffith.com Donna, yeah. thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me, Josh. It's Griffith with no H, like Melanie, but without the H. I love <laughs> That's it. always a conversation piece.
0: Yeah. So what is a what do you as a corporate storyteller and pitch alchemist do?
1: I help people not be boring.
0: (laughs) Hallelujah.
1: (laughs) It's amazing to me after nearly 20 years that I, I still have work because I'm like, okay, but people have got to learn. They've got to get better. They've got to get more interesting. They've got to tell better stories. And somehow- it's not happening. I mean, I keep hoping for this evolution of the human race, but hey, it keeps me busy and I'm a story junkie. So everybody has a story. It's just a question of unpeeling the layers and getting to that story. Yeah. And by nature, like
0: as, as an audience or as listeners, we love stories, but love I movies. don't know that all of us are wired. Matter of fact, my, would just Walking around the the block with my wife, and um, you know, it's it's kind of funny, like when you're at a party. And I think that people who have worked, and I don't want to say it's in some people, you as know, oh, natural born storyteller, maybe. Or I think a lot of us, like me, for example, like there's, I I've had to work at it, and I you have, you know, I oh, have, you seem I like such this, a storyteller. It seems like it's just ingrained in you. You might think, but I have this analytical brain that is constantly saying, don't say that, that's stupid. (laughs) So, but I had to go. So like, I'd, I'd love to talk about like how you work with people. For me, the thing that really was helpful and this is not the interview about me so forgive me for this but to our listener uh, it's but, all you about know, improv, you it's always I, about
1: the other side
0: <laughs> I, I did i did a year of improv and that was just so helpful for me because my big hang-up was again that analytical
1: mind saying no 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 don't say that that's stupid Yeah. Yeah. Yep. turn it off we call yeah. that the judgment bird it's this mm-hmm. little bird that swoops in sits on your shoulder and starts pecking away it's like you're not doing this right, you're an idiot. They can see right through you. Have you considered that job at Burger King? Flipping burgers, you think I'm a bit better at that. Like, And how can you possibly do well on a presentation or on a pitch or in a conversation if you got that little bird pecking away yeah. at you? But the beauty of storytelling, and I'm so happy that you said you did, first of all, improv acting. I've been, you know, it, since I could basically talk doing that. And I think that that has been a huge part of my career, but it's its because I, I, I did act for many years, but I think that's great. I think everyone should do it. It's super fun. And it really does free you up to be in the moment. But what you said, you're not sure if people are Hardwired or ingrained to be storytellers, we are. We're born with it. We are born. Think of your—I I don't know if you have kids, uh, but my kids, my—they're nine and six. When they were little, all they wanted to do was hear stories and stories and the same story again and again. Mm-hmm. And that's how we learned the world. This is thousands of years in the making. That's how our brain is hardwired. And somewhere along the way, we take some courses in college, and and we're told, no, no, you have to be very proper and prim and do that, and and we lose touch with it. And it's sometimes just getting back to that very primal, very basic, very instinctual place of stories connecting between humans. People did not sit around campfires showing PowerPoints. They told stories that lasted for generations. I'm sure, you know, holidays with the family, there's the story that grandma or Aunt Betty or whoever tells that, that we've heard so many times, but it's almost like it's alive. It's we were there, we could see it, we could feel it, we could smell it. And that's the beauty of storytelling.
0: And why is this so important for, you know, especially, you know, obviously part of your work is this being a pitch alchemist. <laughs> uh, is, it, is, it, is, is it really a critical skill that is going to help us accomplish our business goals?
1: 100%. And I'll tell you why. Because um, people don't connect to technology People don't connect to verbiage and buzzwords. People connect to stories that show that the other side gets them. It's like, oh, you got me. You understand me. I want to do business with you. I want to be part of your life because you're not talking over my head or under my head. You're talking. <laughs> you're having a conversation with me. And that is the most powerful sales tool. When somebody And, and think of any good sales experience you've ever had, whether it was a car, a, a suit, a, a pair of shoes, or, or a house the person probably made you feel like they are with you, they get you, they see you. And that's what what storytelling can do in droves.
0: Yeah. And what are the elements of a... Uh, of you know being a great storyteller, particularly in a business environment, and I don't know that that's any different. You know, just because we're talking business, because what we're talking about is human to human and just how we as humans connect with one another.
1: So I think the biggest misnomer of storytelling in, in the corporate world and or in the business world or for startups is that oh, what I'm supposed to just stand there and break the ice and tell a joke and tell a story? No. So there's two big main components to storytelling. One of them is the, the um, idea of telling this, this structured story, it's structured in a very specific way. And this is a structure that's been around since ancient Greece. We're talking like plays and acts. There's mm. acts, we build the drama. I'm, and my book that's coming out, sticking to my story, The Alchemy of Storytelling for Startups, I really lay out each and every act and what should be in it, whether you're pitching to investors or pitching to potential partners or pitching to your peers. You have to build this drama. So the four chunks are important, which are basically, and people are probably going to be saying now, like, oh, oh, gosh, she's coming with the problem solution thing again. Sorry, my camera's kind of wonky. But um, so it's the problem? What's the need? Mm-hmm. What is your audience's true need? Then only then can you talk about how you can serve that need until they get that they need it. Then, then nothing's going to work. Nothing's going to work. It's just, it, 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 you might as well just stop now. So you create the empathy, you show that you understand there's a need in the world. And even with investors, mm-hmm. there's a need that you address. There's an audience out there that needs you and it's willing to pay for you. And then mm. your solution and then the business comes in, how it's going to work, how it's going to make money, how it's, the model is going to work, how you're going to expand, but people lose touch, they go straight for why their product is great, mm. how much money they're going to make, and they miss connecting with the mind, heart and gut.
0: Yeah. You know, I I can't help but think about the parallels to uh, great TV series and movies. And I think about the ones that I really love and audiences seem to love. And this isn't always the case. I mean, there are exceptions to this, but it's amazing where um, I I feel like investment in great writing and great stories. Like I'm a sucker for great writing and a great story arc. And um, it seems like, uh, you know, audiences and certainly critics will, will agree with me on that about, you know, if we think about, you know, where to invest that extra budget, please put it in the story, <laughs> please put it in the writing I, room. I agree. Uh, and, because... you know, less
1: on the CGI, maybe. Exactly. I mean, like, CGI uh, is everywhere. I mean, special effects are everywhere. They're impressive. It's great. We all know today that it's computers. It's not stunt people even. Right. But a bad storyline is just a killer. It's a killer. Oh. Sometimes I'll be watching these, these these series and after 15 minutes, I'll be like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Like, I, I, I mean, why? Why would you do this to me? Why? Like, why are you wasting my time? Yeah. No. And that's the same thing. Why would you waste potential customers' time? Why would you pay, waste potential investors' time? You have this opportunity to be in front of them. You want to do it strong and you want to do it right and you want to yeah. do it well.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love this analogy, you know, thinking about, because I think we've all seen movies where like, okay, whoopee, they save the day. I'm, I just, I don't know why, but I don't care. Like I just (laughs) didn't get drawn in. And the same thing happens when you're pitching to investors, you're pitching to customers, you're communicating to your audience. If you're creating content for social media, Um, you're, you're, you're talking to your team, you're, you're working with existing clients. Do they care? And, and to get them to care, um, it, it's going to be, again, I think what you're saying is, you know, it's these emotional strings, these this this arc to the story and, and kind of like, I could just show up, spit out the facts, or I could give context and story that's going to emotionally engage them into why, you know, that what I'm about 100%. to say is so important.
1: 100%. So, There's a great video um, about Neil, I forget his last night professor, talking about these two MBA students that are up for this plum job at uh, the investment bank. One comes in, talks about all his achievements, his accomplishments, summa cum laude, blah, 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 great, quant, mathematics, terrific. Other guy comes in, say, why should we hire you? He talks about his bicycle experience as a kid basically he had talked to his dad the night before the interview and the dad said tell him about your bicycle business when he was a kid he'd go around pick up bicycles uh, that were abandoned polish them take the rust off uh paint them and then sell them for a 100 bucks so he said that's basically what investor investment bankers do right they take things they make them shine and they sell them for higher prices and who do you think was hired the guy with the bicycle, because these are stories mm-hmm. and because when he goes to play golf in, uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, with some big, you know, construction company owner, who's a multimillionaire, but who talks at eye level, he's going to connect to the bicycle story, not to the quant mathematic guy.
0: Mm. What do you, when you worked on with your clients, what does that look like?
1: So mainly, um, so I do give workshops on how to create great messages. The bulk of my work is working with invest with founders that are working on investor decks. Mm. Two hours, we sit down. Two hours later, they emerge with a fully scripted, fully fleshed out investor deck. You know, I'm you probably heard or have used Chat GPT. It's kind of all over the place right now. The AI chat. So. I've been doing that for 20 years. You basically ingesting information and spitting it back in real time. I have this mechanism in my brain that just churns out stories. It's kind of like Rumplestiltskin, where she'd bring in the straw and then he'd spin it into gold by morning. Two hours, I spin into gold the story. I take all the bits and bites and 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 kind of that's the alchemy of it. It's there's there's components, there's ingredients. It's like cooking a great meal. You've got lots of different ingredients, lots of different spices, but if you don't put them together in the right way, it's going to taste horrible. Anything that sets it off balance is not going to be right. You have to be very precise. And that's exactly what the precision storytelling that I do does.
0: Lest anyone think, Donna, that uh, you are not I- in the top of your field, <laughs> um, you've worked with companies like, uh, here, I'll name a few uh, let, to our listener, let me know if you recognize any of these brands, uh, AOL, Visa, Samsung, Facebook, Google, Microsoft, LinkedIn, Aflac, Cisco. I could go on and on and on and on. It's basically the who's who, uh, yeah. it, certainly in tech. Um, but you've also, uh, you know, to our friends, maybe you're the founder of a startup and you have done a lot of phenomenal work with earlier stage startups.
1: Yes. I'm. I Somebody once called me the polisher of diamonds. <laughs> and that is such an apt title because I get to work every day with these incredible brains that innovate and create and invent and try to find ways to make our lives better. And I feel for them because they don't always know how to communicate to the world what it is that they're doing and why this is important and why this works and I help like I said peel away the layers and make them shine and and make sure that everybody understands what it is that they do and it's a privilege it's a privilege to be led into this world and 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 get to help them tell this story and you know what and like you said earlier not everybody's born as a storyteller. Look not everybody's a born great speaker not everybody's a Bill Clinton or a Mahatma Gandhi or Barack Obama, um, Steve Jobs, for example, there's a book that was written about him becoming Steve Jobs. He worked his butt off Mm -hmm. and he rehearsed like a madman. And when it came to all these product launches, letter perfect, pixel perfect. So I think, like you said, you become a better storyteller. You you did improv. Anybody can become a better storyteller. Anybody can become a better um, presenter. That's the beauty of it. You can become better, but it's a question of putting in the work, and it's a question yeah. of, of of doing it, of practicing it. The mileage. Yeah,
0: I can't help but think of like just you know really just taking an, an Atomic's habits uh approach to working on something that is is going to be exceptionally valuable not just in business in your relationships in everywhere in life certainly in social situations um but donna uh, your website is donagriffitt.com yes. and you know to someone that's been listening to our conversation right now and they're like i want more donna like what what would you recommend for them do you do you have resources that they can kind of continue in this relationship
1: Absolutely. So um, right now on my website, under resources, I have a series of guides. I call them the ultimate guides. You've got the ultimate cheat sheet for an investor deck, for a sales deck, for a competition deck. Like Let's say you have a five minute pitch opportunity in a contest or in a accelerator a demo day. So you've got my recipe for that. And the book that's coming out very, very soon, uh, end of February, uh, is my inti- it's like a MasterChef cookbook. It's basically the complete how to, to go through it. And um, I'd love for your listeners to to sign up for, you know, first of all, go ahead, get the resources there. They're there for you. I love hearing how they were helpful. Let me know. Um, And then the book is even more comprehensive. So you can sign up to get updated as when it's available. I'm really proud of the book. It's really a compilation of of so much. Tim Draper, uh, who's one of the the cornerstones of Silicon Valley, uh, his family, the Drapers, um, wrote the foreword. And I did some work with them also. So that was a huge honor. And he basically said, you know, this is the new Bible for startups. Get out there Mm -hmm. and buy it yesterday. So um, it's it's, it's huge. So yeah, I just want to be able to help more people around the world. Uh, There's one of me. And I'm sure there's a lot of other great storytellers out there. So if you need the help, don't feel bad. You're not alone. Yeah. Everybody struggles with this. Oh, and with- even
0: the greatest storytellers continue to work diligently, you know, because they rec- recognize the value of this. So,
1: Absolutely. Serial entrepreneurs that have, yeah. have exits under their belt come to me. <laughs> they're starting their new startup. They're like, I know that the thing that took us the most time was creating our investor deck. I don't have time for that. I need to get this product to market. I want to work with you. So two hours, they're done rather than two weeks, two months, and and lots of gray hair.
0: (laughs) World-renowned corporate storyteller and pitch alchemist, Donna Griffith. Again, you've helped more than 1,000 startups, corporates and investors, raise hundreds of millions of dollars. Your website is donagriffith.com. Donna, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Josh, thank you for having me.